I believe there's a hero in all of us. You have great powers, only some of which you have as yet discovered. I'm a superhero, my A real-life superhero. The world needs extraordinary. We will make you a superhero. Are you ready to become the hero? Initiating surprise in three. This, two, is one. The Real Brian Show. Living a life of balance. Is this... Oh, my gosh. Is this something that you accomplish well are you kind of one of those people who's like you know you ocd over here or you focus too much over here or it's like man i just you know i don't get enough rest or or i work too much or maybe i don't work at all maybe i'm i'm just playing too much and oh my gosh uh uh, we're gonna talk about how to live a life of balance today all right this is important let's rock it Brian, thank you for joining me here today. So, uh, you remember how I was doing those short espresso shot episodes? And we went down to two episodes a week, which I'm, I'm glad for, actually. I think it's working out really nicely. Having fun with those Friday episodes. But Mondays, I believe, are still all about the idea of growth and inspiration and, you know, bettering your life. Let's just say bettering your life. But today, you know, I, I was going to do an interview. And I have one ready to go for you, except for the fact that I'm just like, I got to talk about this. This is important. Friday, we talked about, you know, do you care what people think of you on our Friday episode? And I know we try to keep Fridays a little more fun and all that, but I'm like, man, I got to talk about this. You know, this is, this is kind of getting to me because I really do care what people think and I've got to deal with this. Uh, Man, it's, it's crazy, but it's, it's something that I dealt with years ago, you know, what people think. And I thought I had completely taken care of it. But I had realized that deep down subconsciously, I was still allowing what people said, how they looked at me, you know, their their little judgments that they would say, um, really get under my skin, really affect how I operated and where I went. It was really interesting. Um, and of course, when I say interesting, obviously not fun to go through, but at the same time, fascinating because, you know, you think, oh, well, don't let people beat you up or push you around and all that. And you're thinking like somebody judges you like, Brian, you suck or, you know, you're an idiot or your show sucks. Like you're, you're thinking something like that, right? No, we're talking super subtle, super, uh, uh, what's the word? Subliminal, that kind of, I mean, it is actual judgment, but it's really subtle. It's not like somebody actually comes out and says, you know, your, your show sucks. For example, I'm totally using this as an example. I'm not saying somebody's actually said that. But for example, they may say, instead of your show sucks, they may say, well, you know, have you considered doing something else? It's still a judgment, but it's subtle. And after, and you don't realize that it's affecting you. But then after a while, you start to realize, oh my gosh, these people have been judging me. This is crazy. So anyway, that's something I've been needing to work on personally. But also that leads in to today's topic, which is the idea of having that life of balance And I know we've talked a lot about balance here. People have mentioned it on the show, blah, blah, blah. But I felt like it was time to kind of address this a little more specifically because I know I personally deal with it because I'm an observer. I watch people, not in a creepy way. Just, you know, I observe, right? I I just kind of notice what people are always doing. And I've realized that this is not just, you know, an isolated problem for me. 
And I also know that this is not a problem for every single person out there, but I do know that this is a huge problem for most people is living that life of balance. Almost every person that I have ever known frequently, especially now, and now I mean, you know, in the year 2017, I'm seeing this far more frequently than I ever used to, but I'm starting to see this where people are frequently having periods of life that are extreme and not in a healthy way. So, you know, they'll be super, 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 super out of control, ridiculously busy on an extreme level for a very long period of time. And then they'll get really sick and then they'll start having health issues and all kinds of problems. And it's just like, what? why are they doing that? Sometimes things happen to you, but a lot of times we allow things to happen to us, right? But here are some examples. I'm going to give you a few examples of balance. Um, some are fun and some are very serious, but you know, I brought up this thing a couple of weeks ago, the idea of the quote nerdy professional, the nerdy geeky professional, you know, nerdy professional versus a professional nerd. And so for example, um, you know, you game for 10 hours a day and you don't go to work. In fact, I was reading a statistic and this is kind of scary in the ages of, let's say, I think they pulled 20 to 30 year old men of men in the 20 to 30 year old, apparently 35% of those men are living at home with their parents now. Now, apparently there's an additional 12% drop in employment in those 20 to 30 year old men because they're addicted to their video games. That's just who they pulled. Now, I love gaming. You know that but I truly believe in balance with gaming. The professional nerd is becoming a professional at being a quote nerd or a professional gamer even or whatever, you know, the gaming professional versus the professional gamer. I don't care. You, you figure it out. My point being is that when you don't have that kind of balance, you know, you're, you're doing things that are, first of all, they're taking it. They're taking too far. It's to an unhealthy level, an irresponsible level, disrespectful level, that kind of thing. So when I talk about the, the balanced nerdy professional or geeky professional or whatever you want to call it. You know, if you're into the nerdy geeky things, I don't know what else to call you. I know some people are like, don't oh, call me a nerd. I'm a Star Trek fan, but don't call me a nerd. I'm like, what, what else do you want to be called person? Okay, cool. You're awesome. But you're, you're into the nerdy geeky things, whatever. I look at balance in this, like for example, how much to game and when it's appropriate and respectful to those around you. Someone who takes their life seriously, they grow, they better themselves, they're responsible, you know, et cetera, et cetera but they are also nerdy and geeky. They're into those finer things. Let's call it that. You're not a nerd. You're into the finer things. Is that better? You embrace that. That's who you are. It's the idea of balance. Okay, moving on here. What we talked about on Friday, caring what others think versus just not giving a flip whatsoever. I believe there's balance in being respectful of others, but at the same time, not letting them or their judgments affect your life. And I think that, again, people have gone too far. They either care too much what people think or they care so little about what people think that they're disrespectful about it. So again, balance, right? Here's another one. Oh, gosh, this is a big one. Having a balance in rest and self-care. For example, I haven't had enough self-care lately, personally. I've been resting okay. I'm now putting more emphasis on balancing like the work and the service that I do for others and then putting my oxygen mask on first. Because it's interesting, you know, like what I do here on The Real Brian Show, I don't get paid to do this. I don't, I don't get anything for this because it's something I love to do. But I have gotten to the point recently where I was putting 40 to 60 hours a week into this show for nothing in return. And I was starting to get frustrated with it because I didn't have balance. I needed to pay the bills first. 
take care of Sarah, take care of myself. And then I can be looking at now, what can we do with this show? And this show is coming first at the detriment of my life and, and you know those around me, for example. So that's not balanced, right? That's bad. That's unhealthy. Another one, uh, learning and growing versus being entertained. The idea of work and play balance, for example. I, I got to tell you, this is something that I, I have to kind of laugh about. I have had so many conversations recently and I'll hear things like, yeah, I don't, you know, I don't watch movies and I don't watch TV and, you know, I don't read fiction books and I don't listen to music. And I'm thinking like, do you have any fun at all? And they're like, well, yeah, man, you know, I mean, I'm, I, I run and I eat healthy and I read, you know, self-help books and I listen to audiobooks and, you know, educational podcasts. And, and I'm thinking like, that's it. Do you have any fun? Do you laugh? Do you, do you do anything just for you? A little entertainment, that kind of thing. I've heard that a lot. Now, granted, maybe that's somebody's personality, but dude, I have to fully believe that there is a time to laugh. There is a time to relax. There's a time to just let down and have fun. I have a friend who years and years and years ago, we'd get together for movies and he would bring work with him because he could not at the time take two hours out of his life to quote waste on watching a movie with friends. Again, if, if you're watching TV and movies all day long and not growing or doing anything responsible, okay, well then you're out of balance again. But that's why I do what I do here on the show. That's actually the main reason why Mondays are designed to better our lives, to have that self-care, that inspiration, empowerment, hacks, learning about, reviewing things that better our lives, etc. I mean, like, that's why learn and grow on Mondays and then laugh and relax on Fridays. I firmly, firmly believe in the idea of, yes, grow. Yes, have that that self-help, self-care, inspiration, empowerment. Do something. Become a better you. Absolutely. Become that superhero. And then Fridays, dude, relax, man. Laugh a little. Be a fun per all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. All right, here's another one. I, I was thinking about this one. Uh, stressing out about eating a cookie the other night. How many times have we talked about this one, right? Eat healthy, but eat the freaking cookie. Uh, yeah, that, that was going through my head a few times. It was so funny. I was so stressed out about eating this cookie because I'm like, okay, I can't have any more sugar. I've already had a little too much this week and I was so stressed and I was just like, mm, man, I'm, I'm like physically was almost getting sick because I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't need the sugar. And you know, what if that hurts me? And I, I've had some, you know, allergy issues recently. So I'm thinking like, well, I need to eat more healthy so that. I don't have as many allergy symptoms, right? I'm betting, however, that the stress about eating the cookie was probably far worse for me than just eating the cookie and letting it go. I mean, granted, there's balance. Again, there's balance in that, right? I want to eat healthy for the most part, but I want to enjoy something once in a while. But also, I can't be stressing out about it. The more I stress, I think, honestly, I truly believe that stress levels actually do more harm to you than just eating a cookie. (laughs) Yep, but that was me the other day. Kind of funny. I was reading a little bit about the story of F. Scott Fitzgerald. I didn't know much about this guy. He wrote The Great Gatsby, which I'm sure most of you have heard of. So in his younger life, he apprenticed and he wrote. That was a scene. He wanted to be a writer. He wanted to write stories. And so he wrote and he wrote and he wrote and he practiced and he, he just kept getting better and better, basically. I think at one point he had 133 rejections. He would send them in and they would get rejected consistently over and over and over. Met a girl. She was unimpressed with him, though, because he was not yet successful. So she kept saying no. So he just kept persevering. I'm going to do this. 
I'm going to get the girl and I'm going to write the story and I'm going to get published. So after all these years, he finally published his first story and it was a success. And the girl was impressed and so she agreed to marry him. But then, and this is what was so interesting to me, he got stuck in the details. This is a writer we're talking about, all right? So anybody that knows the artistic creative mind, creatives do not usually do well with the details. Same thing where the detail people don't do well with the creative kind of stuff as much. Be the best true, right? So he started getting stuck down on those details, those logistics, which then turned into OCDing a little bit on perfectionism. And he just kept spinning himself in circles and spinning his wheels and all kinds of things. It just was this horrible, horrible, vicious cycle when he was writing The Great Gatsby. And it just kept getting worse and worse and worse. And he kept getting more perfectionistic and so on. And then he finally published it and he went, this is, this is my weakest work. And it went out there. And guess what? He got nothing but criticism from people. I mean, they pretty much said this was his worst work ever. And it pretty much destroyed his career. And he quit writing. As a result, he went into depression, felt like a failure, hated his life. And at one point he had to admit his wife to a mental institution, probably from all the stress that they were enduring. And then... F. Scott Fitzgerald died of a heart attack at age 44. Wow. Yes, the story was about perseverance. But the point of the story that I was reading is he persevered on the wrong things. At first, he persevered on the right things, but then he started persevering about everything. He had balance in the beginning. He was creative. He wrote and he persevered. And then towards the end, he had no balance anymore. He got stuck in things he shouldn't be doing. He pushed himself too hard. You hear about this with like musical composers, Mozart, Beethoven. They did very similar things. They would push themselves so hard that it would kill them. And so it's like, man, I I read that and I thought 44 years old. I do that. I, I push myself sometimes. In fact, I was just talking about this. I was pushing myself here with the real Brian show 40 to 60 hours a week. In addition to the other responsibilities that I had, the other work and everything else. I don't want to die of a heart attack at 44 because I pushed myself balance. So that was a wake up call for me. This one's interesting in the study of stress, which goes along with this, because I think there is something to be said about when you don't have balance in life, you're probably stressed out. This was from Daphne Scott over at the EIM Inside Leadership Podcast, by the way, which I am a producer for. And I was so fascinated by this that I had, I had to talk about this because this one blows my mind. They took a, a group of people and they broke these people up into three different categories. So one was people who had no stress at all, or at least very little. Then there were two other categories, and uh, both of them had high levels of stress. One of those groups with the high stress believed that their high stress levels would harm their health. And then the other group of high stress believed that their high stress levels were not harmful to their health. The group with the high levels of stress who believed that it was not harmful had lower risk of death than the other group, of course, and even had a lower risk of death than those who had the lower levels of stress. Now, sadly, a very high percentage of those who had the high stress and believed that that high stress was harmful to their health actually died. That was a massive wake-up call to me because the people who had the high levels of stress and believed that it was not harmful to them were actually healthier than those who had the lower risk the lower levels of stress. Oh my gosh. So think of it as belief, self-fulfilling prophecy, 
and balance. So my goodness gracious, you have high levels of stress, but if you can balance your life, you can say, I'm going to, I've got a lot of work. I've got to better myself. You know, I've got to be responsible, but I'm going to have fun. I'm going to let down. I'm going to just let things go. Truly got to believe. I don't care how much stress I have. It's not going to hurt me. It's not going to harm. I'm going to be fine. I'm going to get through this. It'll be great. I was recently reminded of the serenity prayer. I'm sure many of you have heard of it. Some of you probably even heard it and know it. There's a part in there, and I've heard this before multiple times, but for some reason, this part really clicked with me this time. You know how like you hear things, you hear things, you hear things, and then, oh, <laughs> you finally really hear it. There, there were two things. One is to accept the things that I cannot change and have the courage to change that which I can. And then the other part was take the world as it is, not necessarily as I would have it. Essentially, you can't fix stupid. <laughs> you know, I'm not calling people stupid. I'm saying people do stupid things. We all do, right? So I was thinking about that and I thought, okay, I think I've spent way too much time and I've seen so many other people who get bound out of shape about something like this and they spend so much time and effort and years even trying to quote fix stupid. You know, I don't want to accept the world as it is. I've got to change the world. I've got to change that person over there. That person's doing something I don't agree with or that that's harming them and I'm going to fix them. I'm going to change them. What happens? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. You can't fix stupid. You can't fix people when they're in that place. You can encourage them. You can do whatever you can, but people don't necessarily want to hear what they're doing wrong. In fact, I would say most people don't ever want to hear that. So you can sit there and get bent out of shape and try to fix something that's wrong. Fix something that is, you know, ah, you know, I mean, how many times, how many times do I continually hear how people hate President Trump? Oh my gosh, it's the worst thing ever. And But nobody's doing anything about it. They just want to sit there and complain about it. And honestly, I'm fracking tired of it. Sorry, I'm on a soapbox here, but I am sick and tired of hearing people and their negativity when they will do nothing about it. And can you do anything about it? That's the other thing. Take the world as it is, not necessarily how you'd have it. And honestly, I have been that person. I've been bent out of shape. I've been stressed out. Why doesn't this person get it? Why is it that when somebody listens to The Real Brian Show and they they send me a message and they say, oh my gosh, that was amazing. I was inspired. I was encouraged. And then they turn around and they do exactly that which they were not supposed to do in the first place. Well, I do the same thing. I do the exact same thing because we're not perfect. They don't probably want to be that person. You know, I'll hear somebody say, oh, that was inspiring. And they've got a little, you know, uh, a church logo on their back. And, and, and I'm saying this too, because, you know, I, I'm a Christian, right? But I see people with those little logos on their car flipping others off. Can't say that I haven't done the same because we're not perfect. And I got to thinking, okay, why am I flipping someone off? This goes back to Jody Flynn's episode because I am angry about something in my life. Not because that person cut me off or honked at me or did something stupid. Sure, they're angry about something in their life. They don't even know me. They're not angry at me. They're angry at the fact that they're not getting what they want because their life is unbalanced and stressed out. So guess what? I have to let that go. Can't change those things. I just can't. What I can change is how I react to it and if I let it go or if I let it bother me. Now, I am really speaking to myself here as well as many of you because this is something that I, you know, hey, it it gets me, right? If I'm stressed out, if my life is unbalanced, it's going to come out 
around me. So what I can do is in my little corner of the world, I can do my part in the sense of providing a place, an environment around me, like this show, that is positive, healthy, joyful, inspiring, empowering, etc. To the best of my ability for myself and those around me, and those who choose to join me, awesome. Those who don't, awesome. I can't fix stupid. I can't force people. I can't change things if I don't have the ability to change them. But I can do what I can. I may not like certain things that are going on around me in this world, but you know what? I'm going to let things go. So I think there's balance in that. I think that, again, I'm going to do my part. I'm not going to sit back and do nothing about it because there I do see that too. I see people who get bent out of shape. They're on this crusade to change the world and, and then nothing happens and they get angry. Or I see those who just say, well, screw it. I can't do anything about it. I can't change it. So I'm just going to do nothing. And I mean literally nothing. They don't stand up for anything anymore. They have no thought or opinion on anything anymore. They literally become full-on passive apathetic. That's not good either. That's not balanced. That's called giving up. So stand up. Oh my gosh. Stand up for what you can and should stand up for. Provide that place that is healthy and inspiring and encouraging because we all need that. How many? This is one thing I've heard about the show, by the way, and it blows my mind. How many people have said this, that I provide a positive place in a negative world? Awesome. Like, that's great. That's yeah, that's awesome. So, you know, do that kind of thing. Get out there, provide something for somebody. Don't just sit back and do nothing, but also don't go on this crusade to try to fix things. You can't let things go. All right. So hopefully this resonates. I truly, truly believe balance is absolutely essential. And I know you know that that's what I'm trying to do in my own life. And that's what I'm trying to do here with the show is that learn and grow on Mondays, laugh and relax on Fridays, have that balance, have that balance between standing up for something and addressing something very important, but then let other things go that may not be as important or that's something you just can't do. So I want to ask you this. What does that look like for you specifically? Where do you need more balance in your life? What do you need to stand up for, so to speak? And what do you need to let go of? What do you need to remain more focused on? Maybe be more responsible for and where can you just kind of let down and and enjoy and relax? Where can you grow and better yourself and where can you just laugh and be entertained? And that is all I have for you today. I hope you enjoyed that. Hopefully it uh, resonated with you and hopefully it can encourage you in that area too. I would love to hear feedback on this one. I mean, if this is something where you're like, yeah, Brian, yeah. Contact me, trb at realbryanshow.com, or you can just go to realbryanshow.com, contact there. In the meantime, though, we'll see you Friday. Have an amazing rest of your day, and I am The Real Brian, signing off. The Real Brian Show is a production of 514 Media at 514mediaempire.com.